What's up, Internet? It's me, Ray Williams Johnson. Welcome to Equals Three. Uh, I'm doing the I'm doing the thing he does with his hands. I might be doing it backwards. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> it's, it's Henry Kissinger's Pokemon going to die, not a threat. Just a fact. Uh, and that's this podcast, the number one podcast made by for and of the Terminally Online. Uh, the number one left is a podcast made by for and of the Terminally. It hasn't even been that long since I've done an episode. Why am I so fucking rusty about this? I don't know. Um, because this Anyways, is the first episode that you're doing after realizing you have a big fat crush on the podcast. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just hard. It's hard <laughs> to act natural. Hey, hey, will you go to prom with me and also homecoming? <laughs> I don't know anything about homecoming or prom. I don't. Are those dances close together? I, I'm Sarah, a.k.a. Ralph Nader Ginsburg. <laughs> <laughs> and... I'm Val Flight Cub, aka Bitch McTurtle. Retire, please. So, how you doing this week, Val? How are you? Uh... Just, it's just so it's all the time, all the time. the The world keeps coming and it keeps on coming and it don't stop coming and it don't stop coming. Yeah, and it don't stop coming. There, there was uh, the. I don't want to make it sound like there. It was. It, it's a good system, uh, but the fact that there was like a single stick preventing the boulder of horrible, like even more fascism from rolling uh-huh. onto all of us, mm-hmm. and then uh, that was the only stick stopping it, and the stick just snapped last week. Yep. May the memory of the stick be a blessing, as they say in yeah. the Jewish culture. <laughs> we're 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 here to shout out the podcast, the stick, <laughs> and also to say that that podcast is never happening again it's over <laughs> listen the, st- the, st- the stick the stick parentheses podcast is the last bastion holding us uh, holding against holding between us and fascism <laughs> just kidding we're already in fascism it's just a further it's just like yep it's just more they're like permanent yeah no yeah i don't know it's like, it's like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, like Ruth Bader Ginsburg was like a shitty sump that kind of like kept your basement at like a 20% flooded rate. And now that it crapped out on us, mm-hmm. now our basement will be get flooded a hundred percent rate and also the rest of our house. Mm-hmm. And our basement got no business looking like this. <laughs> As the old oh, meme says. God. That's a, God, that's a, I haven't thought about that one in a minute. Thank you for reminding me. That was a. You're, you're a, welcome. A small joy. I love that. I was, because I was, I remembered, I don't know why. I was like, we were driving in Boston doing something, and I just like randomly remembered uh, the phrase, fuck what the teacher said. <laughs> That's also a classic. Yeah. And because oh I, I was like, God. I was doing a, a slob squat for some picture or other, and somebody said, like, fuck what the something said and i was just like what is that what is that from i don't whatever and then i just like moved on do you remember do, do, you, remember, do you remember slice's bed <laughs> no what <laughs> hold on <laughs> just gonna pull up i got a, i got a cool new keyboard uh so you'll hear me tip tap that nice uh, shit slice's bed instant how is this relic lost to time i don't Can't know I'm going to post a call on Twitter to see if any of my friends know. <laughs> Speaking of things that sound, that, that feel like old school internet now, I um I went on my Tumblr today to see if I had finally, like, gotten enough t- 
followers and spam followers trickling in to hit 10,000, which I have. Woo! That means nothing. Yay. Um, but I also went through my inbox and it's just tens of messages being like, it's Thursday. Are you the Thursday person? Well, it's Thursday. <laughs> well, are you the Thursday I, person? I was the creator of that meme. I have retired from being the Thursday person, but I'll always be the Thursday person in my heart. But I did. I did. We will all. We will always love. We will always love the Thursday person. <laughs> Thank you. As an act of uh, self-love, I went through and just whenever I got one that said. Uh, Whenever I saw one that said, are you the Thursday girl? I just deleted it. I was like, I don't need... Get their asses. I don't need this. You don't. <laughs> all you need is... All you need... <laughs> Drake looking away meme, are you the Thursday girl? Drake pointing meme, are you the Thursday person? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, you're definitely not hearing... I hope you, this is not the first time you're hearing of it, but uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died at the fucking ripe old age of... Hold on. How fucking 87. old was she? Was she... She was 87? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and she... Uh, she looked like that Doctor Who episode where the Doctor is, like, really super old and has aged like a human. So he looks... He's, like... Is that... Is that... Is it, what what season is that one in? I've only seen the I've only seen the Eccleston season in the first uh, the the first. Tenant I think season. it's one of the tenant seasons, but might, maybe it's the second tenant se- season or something. But it's the the master decides to like turn him into a human or I don't know. He does some like evil witch thing and um, makes the <laughs> some doctor yeah, bullshit makes the doctor um, age as if he was a human and he's like you know twelve hundred years old or whatever the fuck. So, sure. So how, <laughs> he just insta cast. Yeah, <laughs> old yeah. your age, and he um. So he sh- he gets like really super wrinkly and like two feet tall. He's just this little old man. And then and then he falls over and dies. Yeah, I think that that might be what happened. Just just like <laughs> just just like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes. So there is there are. I don't really know how to come at this because, like, on one hand, it Ruth Bader Ginsburg has a legacy mm-hmm. behind her of both good and bad. Like, for example, her track record on indigenous matters is fucking horrible. dog yeah. shit. And then on the other hand, like, her, like, she is, like, one of the... I, she is just, like, su- she was such a large, like, force for pushing and maintaining women's rights over her tenure in the Supreme Court and prior to her time as a justice. And, I mean, these two things do coexist. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there is, is, they are parts of a whole. And I think the thing that's going to really just sink all this for me is that um, her, like, and aside, uh, including any other uh, sort of more conservative leaning she may have been in on her tenure, I don't know her exact Mm -hmm. record on everything, um, the, the, the indigenous track record is going to stand like that is like, there is no way that any, whoever replaces her is going to have any better of a, uh, policy yeah. about that, about those, about, mm-hmm. about native people. But, um, 
all of her legacy of women's rights is going to be effectively erased because she did not have the because she was too hashtag girl boss to step down during when Obama had control of the Senate and he could have just put a and he asked Democrat he, in th- there that their administration asked her to retire and she said no yep she said no after having survived cancer mm-hmm. twice at the time. And, like, her, her reasoning for it was, like, who who else could replace me? Which is such an egotistical thing to say. And I, I really recommend listening to the the the, the, the podcast is just 5-4, like, the number 5-4. Uh-huh. Um, they, they did an episode today about uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which I had, which was a really enlightening listen. I really liked hearing what it was, what, what they had to say about it, because they know a lot more about, you know, Ginsburg's mm-hmm. history than I do. But it's just, like... It's just so frustrating that she chose not to step down and just decided to roll the dice that she would live the next... I, I don't know when Obama asked her to step down. I believe it was, it was like, the second term. Yeah, so it, it, at least 2012. She said, I will survive at least the yeah. next five years. And It's like, just... The thing that's fun... The, the, thing that, the thing that I learned from the 5-4 podcast about this is that... Um, when uh, I believe it was, I can't remember if it was when Gorsuch or Kavanaugh was was selected that uh, um, one of the people who is currently uh, at the top of Trump's list was floated back then, and if, and his response was effectively, "Oh no, this I'm saving her for Ruth Bader Ginsburg's spot," because as they also pointed out in the Five Four podcast, Republicans love to do this. They love to replace uh, Thurgood Marshall, a uh, an absolute icon of like black mm-hmm. personhood and like advocate and advocating for black rights and they replaced mm-hmm. him with Clarence Thomas and so now they're going to just take they they you know Ruth Bader Ginsburg for all of her flaws was also a bastion of women's rights and now they and then they're going to replace her with some fucking hyper catholic mm-hmm. in the girl power ranger seat woman yeah yeah disgusting the other thing like her saying who's who could possibly replace me is such a batshit concept because like are you planning on living forever because of you have to pick a replacement eventually whether it's because you retire or because you retire from earth right and like the absolute like even if she was like even if she was like constantly fighting off like I mean, and she was, she was, sorry, I'm having a hard time phrasing it. It's just like the best thing that she could have done in that situation for the good of the Supreme Court, for the good of the country, for the good of everything is to step down and let another Democratic judge Mm -hmm. take her spot. And because of, because like, I, I don't know, I, like, she would she always just made it seem like about her duty but like her if you know going down that lens the, her duty the right thing to do as uh, you know uh, uh, as a servant of the country would have been to yeah. step down yeah it would have lasted it would have been a lot I, more I just keep going back impactful in terms of longevity because even if she wanted to like be a fighter and stay as long as possible it's not like she was going to live another 100 years yeah like, oh God. So I think the best. I just. I think so the tired. best encapsulation of um, liberal response to her passing was uh, someone put 
a lace so collar power. on the um the girl on the- facing the the balls. <laughs> It's so fucking Mwah. Mwah. That's my chef kiss for that. Liberals are so fucking <laughs> stupid. Liberalism is a disease. Mm-hmm. It is a brain. If anyone rot. needs reminding, the the girl in front of the bull statue was created by a hedge fund um, to distract from the fact that they were vastly underpaying their female employees. And um, her facing the bull like that just I forgot about completely that. undermines the meaning of the original sculpture uh, and is a total PR stunt. And also stupid. <laughs> and also is, 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 it's also a little bit funny to imagine the, the real life version of that, which would just be the little girl getting oh, annihilated yeah. by a bull. <laughs> Here, here, li- here lies Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She died as she lived, fighting a bull. Being stabbed by a bull's humongous horn. <sighs> Just being absolutely good. <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg closed casket, closed casket funeral because she had been gored. She had been gored from stem <laughs> to stern by a bull. Closed caps- casket, and the casket has a big bul- bulge in the middle from the part of the horn that they couldn't cut off. <laughs> I was thinking closed casket, and it's two caskets because the bull gored her in half. This is so highly disrespectful to someone who just died. But also, not really. Because we're joking, and it's funny. We're joking. It's a it's Minecraft. Minecraft. Um, it, it's just... It, plus, we're not the people that got married and potentially killed her. <laughs> Oh god, I forgot. Hold on, I'm Bader Ginsburg hair up multi-casket drifting. <laughs> multi-casket? Anyways. Yeah, multi-casket. God. Oh my god, but yeah, that that uh that photo shoot from like two weeks ago where uh, where uh two uh-huh. people had a wedding and um they were just. I, I remember the caption was like, uh-huh. "Today was supreme because Ruth because Ruth Bader she Ginsburg officiated, was there. yeah. Uh, <laughs> she looked. I really thought that it was like the first time I saw the photo. I legitimately thought it was a cardboard <laughs> cutout that they had like placed inopportunely because she looks <laughs> yeah, so short. Yeah, in the and end. she also like doesn't look like she's having a good time. But she's just that tall. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> kind of looked a little miserable. Nope. <laughs> no masks anywhere. The, I mean, granted, there were three people in the photo, still. but still, no masks. Um, granted, Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg did uh, die from com- complications with cancer, which is... I, is this I have no idea. Bout? Not her first one. Yeah, no, because she'd had two by the time mm. Obama said, hey, take this one easy. But still, I mean, being out right now, like, I, I we can't say that, like, oh, she got COVID at that wedding and that's what did it but like should she have been out and about amongst a bunch of people just in case yeah probably not probably unwise like literally like i (laughs) i not to get into like the way that like the the liberals love to say like oh ruth bader ginsburg needs needs all my energy i'm gonna do all my push-ups and give her the strength i get from them uh but 
they really should have just put her in a Pope mobile and just sent her to home Supreme Court, home Supreme Court, <laughs> McDonald's, home Supreme Court, home Supreme Court. The drive-thru only. <laughs> drive-thru only. Do not go into that McDonald's. Do not go gently into that good McDonald's. Oh my god. Um... So, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's dead, which means there are forever eight, only eight justices. Yes, that's it. And eventually, um, you know, 40 years from now, there will be zero. And we'll finally be free. Yay! We'll finally be free of this for-life appointment. Um, Unless somebody decides to take one for the team and speed up the process. And then go to jail. Because of what that would entail. Uh, for, for a second, for a second, when you said someone, I thought you were implying like one of the seven, one of the eight remaining justices should like do in the rest of them. <laughs> Sotomayor, it's up to you. Sotomayor, make this a one justice court. <laughs> so, um, yeah, speaking of liberal response to things, um, the we we forever must think of. Uh, Merrick Garland, um, Garrick Marlin. and get mad online. Um, I'm sure that if Merrick Garland got confirmed, we would be talking about, you know, how much of a milk toast, middle of the road, bleh, nothing, you know, advocate he is. Because apparently, the reason he he was nominated by Obama was because he was a centrist or like pretty centrist. But. Um, we didn't get him because of a quote-unquote rule. It's just a thing that happened twice that Republicans like to pretend was a rule. Um, what, what, wait, I didn't know there was precedent. I thought they were just. I thought that Mitch McConnell was just like pulling shit out, completely out of his ass instead of just mostly. It's yeah, it's mostly out of his ass. The last time it happened, I think, was like 1893. So not a super recent thing. Kind of, kind of the same way that, uh, uh, um, kind of the same way that, like, uh, right to bear arms was written with the idea of, uh, like, like one shot per five minutes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mind. Exactly. Um, and also, it's also uh, like, quick, sorry, I found this. I found the slices bed image. <laughs> <laughs> what? Slices bed. Why? Well, make, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this the album art for the for the podcast. If you don't know what they're talking about, just look at the album <laughs> art. Uh I do remember this image. Um, <laughs> you just don't remember. You just don't remember slices. I just don't bed. remember slices bed. Anyway, sorry to completely cut off. Your train <laughs> no, of thought. it's all right. Uh, to, to slice my train of thought bed. Um. What was I talking? Oh, yeah. And there's also been like counterexamples between then and now where they did confirm someone. So what we're talking about, such as such as when they such as in two weeks when they confirm Justice uh, Celia Joe from Caroline here, when they when they when the when the Senate votes to confirm Supreme Court Justice Kyle Rittenhouse, Mm -hmm. that will be another instance of them breaking the. Yes. Uh, yeah, so the precedent that, that um, Bitch McTurtle cited was that um, they didn't want to confirm a Supreme Court justice that was nominated by a president in an election year because 
you know, because of um, because then it would be uh, a Democratic appointed Supreme Court justice. So that would be bad. Yeah, that yeah, it was it was just McConnell saying words and the and saying, okay, I'm not playing this game anymore. And, and like, it was Mr. Mitch McConnell doing I, the the thing that he did the entire Obama presidency, which was just we're gonna push back on everything he tries to do, everything, no matter what it yeah. is, even if it's something we agree with. God, remember how uh, Mitch McConnell uh, is up against is up against a like a lib. Uh, remember how the Senate? Remember how the the primary race for Mitch McConnell's seat was. Uh, very narrowly edged out at the last possible second by a uh, liberal who is praised to Trump over an actual progressive mm-hmm. uh, by an extremely small vote count, and uh, that person is now trailing by double digits behind Mr. McConnell and his. I do, I do remember that quite vividly. Yes, I just seeing all the people on uh, the night of Bader Ginsburg's death being like, "Please donate to what, what's her name? Is it Amy, Amy McGrath? McGrath? Yeah." Don't need to Amy McGrath so that we can have, we can do, li- we can do liberalism and beat Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to happen, especially now. Like, it's way too close to the election. Yeah. You can't, you can't beat out a two-digit lead in 40 days. On it, like, literally, even if McConnell were to drop dead right now, it would probably still be the same thing as, like, that, uh, that, um, like, the... Uh, God, the fucking porn magnate, the porn magnate who died and then was elected to this, to his, uh, local government seat (laughs) three weeks after his death. I have had not heard of that, but yeah, that sounds like politics. I think that is, I think that's, I I think that's the news story that I reference the most often on this podcast. (laughs) I feel like I talk about it every goddamn week. I mean, it's pretty good, so. It is, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the the difference to me is, well, honestly, I think it's a fake rule and it's stupid. Um, but the difference to me was that Obama ele- um, nominated Merrick Garland with like ten months to go. He it it, it was like the maximum amount of time it could be while still technically being in an election year. Right. And they had months and months and months to have hearings and vet this guy and vote on whether they wanted to put him in the Supreme Court or not. Uh, On the other hand, we're like 45 days. I mean, at the time, we were 45 days away from uh, election day when she died. And Which, so the thing is, the thing is that like even if like even if it's like a fifty state win for Biden and the Senate goes a hundred to zero Democrats, like the Republicans still could entirely like they wouldn't even have to rush that badly. They could just pull a lame duck session and say, okay, this guy's justice now. We're, yeah, we're pointing at this guy. He's hey, we're we're out of here in like two weeks, but you gotta take this guy. Mm-hmm. And Democrats don't have the bulls. To, to stop it. It's they insane. Like, and even, like, the par- the party line is, like, Ed Markey and even Joe Kennedy, the guy that Ed Markey beat a mm-hmm. couple of weeks ago, 
uh, Ed Markey and Joe Kennedy were both like, hey, we're going to fucking if we if we cannot stop them from pushing from shoving through uh, a Republican justice, we will pack the courts like we Markey said it. Kennedy said it. And then Joe Biden comes out and is like, I can't have my own guys causing me these kind of problems. Oh, my God. Duh. Did you miss that? Yes, I missed that. What the fuck, oh, yeah, yeah. Joe? Hold on, let me let me pull up the uh the bo- the the news from boston.com. Uh Why does he uh, suck butt so much? He's so fucking bad. Uh, the worst? No. I'm not going to say the worst, but I it makes me so steaming mad. So just cartoon steam coming out of my ears mad when I think about how close the fight was between Bernie and Biden and the only reason that Bernie gave up his, like, primary seat. Primary seat? No. His, like... His poll position. Attempt to be the Democratic nominee was because he didn't want more people going out and getting sick and the Democratic establishment was playing fucking chicken. With yeah. American lives. God, I the, forgot about that. Jesus, I'm mad now. Yeah. Can you imagine how fucking easy it would be if the way that Trump has fucked up, Bernie, like, he would win. And he would be like, all right, time to have 16 Supreme Court justices now. 17, because it's yeah, got to be an be, odd number. Bernie would be absolutely going for the jugular about this. I mean, you know, Bernie's definitely, like... <laughs> Bernie has completely fallen in line with the Democratic establishment, mm-hmm. basically, at this point, which fucking sucks. But, like, I mean, I guess that's just what you got. Like, I'm not making excuses for the guy. Like, I'm mad. I'm sad about it. But, you know. But it's. You're, you're... I wouldn't want him to have branched off and gone back to being a third party candidate or something like that. Because yeah. just the numbers just. I mean, I mean, like with I mean, like with his messaging lately about his like, you know, more more money for police for sensitivity training. Give them more budget. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that's all a front. Yeah, probably not. Um, but. Yeah, uh, the uh, I, I don't want to spend too much more time talking about Ginsburg. Well, actually, no, that I, I want to spend a little bit more time talking about Ginsburg because uh, Miss I'm with her herself has come out and laid out a strategy to keep the seat vacant. All right. You want to you want to hear what her strategy yes, is? Yes, please. All right, can you give me like a cool like what? Can you give me like a cool like video game website countdown of being like number three? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so it's three steps. Or yeah. top three. So actually, it's it's one two three. It's one two three. So give me number one, the number two, number. All three. right. Three step process. First things first. Three step. Number one. Win over GOP senators on principle. Failed. Step one. <laughs> That's never gonna fucking happen. Why would they put that? Um, That's like saying we should avoid a war by just talking to the person. Talking to the country. Step two. Pressure GOP senators in tight re-election bids. Um... What does that even mean? Huh? I think it means to, like, uh, anyone who's, like, uh, within a couple of points of their opponent in their Senate race, uh, lay into them thick about this, like, and say, oh, you'll definitely lose your Senate seat if you uh, push this guy through. Which, I mean, they did the same shit for uh, Kavanaugh, and it didn't happen. Yeah. Boo. 
God, remember Kavanaugh? You remember how he's still on the Supreme Court? Remember how he's still on the Supreme Court? And he will be until he dies? Remember how how Joe Biden almost certainly raped someone? Remember how Neil Gorsuch is also on the Supreme Court? My face when Neil Gorsuch? More like Neil Gorsuch. When you nut and she's still Neil Gorsucking? Okay, number number three. Okay, number number three. three. Third time procedural procedural obstacles in Senate, and be, uh, <laughs> and then she caps it off with a quote that's uh, all these things you know may be difficult, but let's go down fighting. Wow. Well, that I mean that's it seems very un. Uh, Democratic Party of of that person who it was that like what are the what what are the procedural obstacles they can offer in the Senate like the the like the Republicans have the House and the Senate here like they, I don't know they can if they refuse like to show up for a vote is that something they can do so then there's not enough people well, to take a vote that won't work when Repo- if if Republicans don't show up for a vote Democrats say well we can't vote without them here but if Democrats don't show up for a vote Republicans say sweet we get to go to lunch earlier hmm. Like it's it's they're the Republicans don't play by the rules. They don't. And Democrats want to be the like, look how much better we are than them because we play by the rules party. But like sometimes you just got to fucking play the game like it's being played. Yeah. It's also oh the, the difference for me, like in terms of, oh, well, it is an election year. Like, how is it not hypocritical for like. Dems and leftists like to want to not let Trump put somebody on the Supreme Court versus like Republicans and conservatives like not wanting Obama to have put someone on the Supreme Court is mm-hmm. Obama was leaving the presidency because he had been the president for eight years and you're legally not allowed to do more. Trump is like right. convincingly a, like in danger of being a one-term president and this being it for him. Like, if if, yeah. if Republicans really had faith in their man, they would say, fine, yeah, let's wait till the after the election because he's going to have a second term. But they don't because he the, sucks. The thing that drives me absolutely fucking up the wall is that, like, I have seen some poll numbers lately. And, you know, don't trust poll numbers. Mm-hmm. But I've seen some that say, like, Biden, uh, Biden, like, obviously there's, you know, they're not, they don't add up to 100. But base, essentially, Biden 53, Trump 47. Mm-hmm. And the thing that drives me absolutely batshit is that that could happen just in a vote-by-vote vote way. And Trump could still win the election yep. again. Mm-hmm. The feelings I will experience if Donald J. Trump goes through another, uh, gets another uh, electoral college victory with a with a massive uh, deficit in the popular vote. Remember how the Democrats just sat there and took that and didn't say anything about like, yeah, we'll get rid of the fucking electoral college. It only produces Republican mm-hmm. wins when they don't have the popular vote. Yeah, they could have just they could have pushed for that. If that happens, I'm gonna take a nice, fun, relaxing road trip through the White House. <laughs> In Minecraft. <laughs> I mean, I don't even have a car. It's obviously a joke. But I very much would okay. in- enjoy doing that if I did it in Minecraft. Hold on. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you with the I think Coolsville sucks. Just edit it. You edit your voice to say, I have a car. 
I have a car and it's really fast. So, um, <laughs> oh shit, you're the subject of, of, of you're the you're the person Tracy Chapman was singing about. Yes, I've got a fast you car. You got a fast car. I've got a ticket to Washington D.C. <laughs> um, also, I just want to say, if you're a fan of, I think Coolsville sucks and other such. Um, audio manipulation you will enjoy um our podcast zero to zero where we talk about who wants to be a superhero who does that a lot it's so good um where literally somebody said i don't think blah 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 and the edit uh the re- in the recap edited them as just saying blah 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 <laughs> the opposite of what they thought <laughs> I'm, I'm timmy turner and i cheated on my math test yep Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me, Tina, and oh Matt Cooper. Oh, <laughs> um, So, anyway. Um, yeah, don't donate to Amy McGrath if you are um, upset and want to flip the Senate. Maybe donate to things that are dedicated to flipping the Senate that will direct funds to... Actually work. ...people that are actually close to winning. Yeah, maybe maybe don't just maybe don't just walk up to Amy McGrath's house, uh, go into her bathroom, and flush your crisp hundred dollar bill down the toilet. <laughs> oh, going up to somebody's house reminds me, um, Charlotte Clymer. Do you know anything about her? Uh, She's on Twitter. No, I know I know who she is. Like the thing is that I hated her really badly. I I despised this mm. woman, and then I found out she was a trans woman. And I got even madder about her. Dang it. Like She's one of those, like, anyways. thank you, mommy and daddy, to Biden and Harris liberals. Yes. Right? Yeah, she, I, yep. She, and she also had that, uh, like, during the whole, um, uh, earlier this year when Biden was, at, when the media was actually asking questions about Biden's sexual assault of, um. Tara Reid? Tara Reid, Tara Reid, thank you. Um, when the media was actually pressing about that, uh, I remember her doing like a photo op with Biden where she was like, I, B- P- jo- Joseph Biden held my hands and told me that there is no way he would have done anything. And I believe him. God. Ugh. Well, so at, I think it was either eight or nine, um, PM after, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, Charlotte Clymer tweeted, we're marching to Mitch McConnell's house right now. And then 16 minutes later, she tweeted, all the lights in his house are off. A neighbor who doesn't like him says that he's probably not home. Everybody's dispersing. (laughs) Wrong address. Sorry, guys. And it's just like, did you even go? But if that's true, you just, his lights are off. So he's probably not home. Is it that easy to hide from the revolution? Charlotte Clymer didn't look very far. Mitch McConnell was just hiding behind a tree. <laughs> God, yeah. It's, it's Oh my god. Just nothing. Just nothing. Uh, <laughs> Another another great tweet from the from the night uh, Bader Ginsburg died was uh, Megan McCain saying that uh, she and Antonin Scalia were together in heaven. Yeah, God, <laughs> they're chilling as friends in heaven. They're chill. Scalia is like, listen, 
there is debatability about whether or not Ruth Bader Ginsburg went to... Scalia is in hell. Scalia is so fucking far in hell. <laughs> if there was, a, if like, there's a like, non-religious heaven and hell that's just for good and bad people, it's debatable whether they would end up in the same one. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Scalia in heaven? Like reading the big book of, like, things you did in your life. It says here you claimed to be pro-life. <laughs> that's a ding, but then you also died anyway, so that's two dings. <laughs> the cinema sin dings just comes up, and mm-hmm. like, oh, that's two, you're over the limit, and, like, St. Peter just pulls a lever and sends Scalia plummeting to hell. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For the record, I would like to acknowledge oh, that yeah. uh, the Jewish faith does not think that there is a does not assert that there is a heaven and a hell. Oh so. God, that's right! I'm so I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that too. So Ruth Bader Ginsburg would not be in heaven either. But anyway, <laughs> oh, yes, and there was that shit of like people singing "Amazing Grace" outside the Supreme Court at on the oh. night of her death. Like she was, you know, it was probably very difficult to go to law school as a woman in the decade that she went to law school I assume is 1860 I don't know <laughs> uh, but Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492 but Ruth Bader Ginsburg went to college in 91 <laughs> exactly um, so she did a lot of stuff but she was so I mean she was so memefied. The amount she was. of Et- like if you searched her name on Etsy, the number of results that came up, far too many. Yeah, the I saw like a tr- I saw a thread on Twitter. I'm sorry that we're going into minute forty of talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I'm not. I-, I did see a thread on Twitter today that was about talking about how uh, about the about the racist like juxtaposition of Ruth Bader Ginsburg as quote notorious RBG. Like, mm-hmm. so much of the humor in that was derived from the the perceived, like, distance in, like, morality and quality of personhood mm-hmm. between Notorious B.I.G., Biggie, and R.B.G. Right. And I, I or even I've been kind of like out. Even if, you, if it's not, like, funny because, oh, Biggie was a bad person, like, the other juxtaposition of, like, anytime the joke is that you're comparing something in, like mainstream white culture to like something in hip hop is like oh haha she's so like elegant and like right d- uh, like on a pedestal <laughs> whereas hip hop is this me me eating c- you know. <laughs> me eating cereal Ruth Bader Ginsburg would never rap juicy <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh who was it somebody i I don't remember if it was, like, Donald Trump Jr. or Ted Cruz or somebody. Some I saw some screen cap of... Oh, no, it was Ben Shapiro. Um, him retweeting um, somebody, dun- like, who was, like, dunking on liberals or something. And the person had changed their display name to Ruth Bader Ginsburg's DAP. <laughs> Which is just... <laughs> I wonder if it was that before she died. A uh, hell of a legacy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. 
Oh, so. All right. Do you have any more Ginsburg thoughts, or are you all Gin- you all roofed out? Um, I I think I've you given know, it my you know, Gins best. You know, you know what? For a, a party that is ruthless, the Democrats sure don't seem don't act like it. <laughs> exactly. Like that one? I do, and it's true. All right. Um other story that we're talking about today is one that I am largely uh, talking about off of a uh, uh, news uh, a news article about. Uh, did you see the thing the other day about the Mi'kmaq uh, uh, fishery? So I've I've stuff? seen some things about this, but I, I'm not uh, familiar with what's going on. So uh, back in '99, the Supreme Court uh, the uh, said that um, I'm sorry. This isn't this is in Canada. Uh, the Supreme Court confirmed in, nine, in September '99 that Indigenous fishers have the right to fish out of season to earn a moderate livelihood. Okay, which is just that's the law. Sounds normal. Um, um, 20 years after the Marshall decision, which was a couple of days ago, the Subaganagadi uh, First Nation uh, made their was like, "Hey, we're opening. We, we got our own fisheries. We're our, our small self-regulated fisheries." And uh, non-indigenous fishermen descended from the fucking like came out of the woodwork to say, "Um, no." Mm-hmm. Like extreme, there were some like there there were blockades, vandalism, uh, some possible like violence. Jeez, uh, which fucking sucks. And the um, the media is reporting the uh, Mi'kmaq fisheries as illegal. Oh my god, uh, which is. <clears throat> The, the Mi'kmaq Nation, uh, I'm again quoting from this article, it's, the Mi'kmaq Nation is equal to Canada in its sovereignty and is just as justified to continue, to consider the Can- the Canadian fisheries uh, efforts to interrupt their fisheries illegal. Yeah. But, um, like, the, the government has not really come to chime in on this, except for uh, Jagmeet Singh has come out and said, yeah, the PM must uh, do, uh, quote, uh, I'm quoting from a tweet, the PM must intervene to uphold the legal right, a constitutional right, of the Mi'kmaq to fish and make a living. Mm-hmm. The escalation of tension is a direct result of the government's inaction. It's time to step up and show with actions that they respect the rights of indigenous people. Mm. The Canadian government, and... which is very good at doing that and has uh, definitely shown that in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so are these this is, are these non-indigenous fishermen um, like rising up because because like hey you're breaking the law or because like um, they know that it's legal for indigenous people to do it but they're pissed that it's like encroaching on their uh, business. I'm pretty sure it's that it's it's that mm-hmm. and uh, it's they there it's like hey you're 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 cramping our style which is like. They have a, from, from what I understand, they, they, uh, the indigenous fishermen have about 50 traps, mm-hmm. uh, which is very small in comparison to what the non-indigenous fishermen are bringing. I, I remember seeing somewhere that like non-indigenous fisher boats have like on average 250 traps or so per boat, per like fishing boat, Jesus. as opposed to like the 50 per like boat. And it's much more non-indigenous boats than indigenous boats. But, of course. uh, yeah, uh, God, and it just fucking sucks. the The Mi'kmaq should be able to do their. The Mi'kmaq should not have to put up with this shit. It sucks that like it's such a progressive, like woke thing to be like to acknowledge that we're on stolen land, but 
that we still have like ongoing issues of sovereignty between like America and Canada and other sovereign nations. Yeah. Like, why is that just a like difference of opinion level problem that's happening? Yeah, uh, quoting from this article, which uh, it, it's the Nova, it's from the Nova Scotia Ad- Advocate, written by Robert uh, Devay. Mm-hmm. Devitt, I might be might be French, impossible to say. He's from Canada. Nobody so knows where anyone is from. <clears throat> Nobody knows. But uh, from this article, this is what happens when land acknowledgments are just things you say at the start of meetings, and when the term unseated is devoid of mm-hmm. real meaning. Like, yeah, yeah, that's. You're just you. You just give lip service, and then when act, when this shit actually happens, you just say, "I am not looking." As you know, indigenous people are brutal are brutalized for fi- for for just for saying. Of course, I come fast. I got fish to catch. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, is there anything that can be done in support of them by people such as us who are not there? Uh. Let me see if I can find a. Uh, uh, let me see if I can find a donation. Whether it's you know donations in kind or calling somebody or money. Hey folks, it's Sarah. Just cutting in while doing the edit to let y'all know that I was unable to find any actual links while doing the recording. But shortly after we stopped, uh, I stumbled across a tweet that had uh, a link to a Google Drive that had a bunch of ways to help the Mi'kmaq Treaty fishery. So it is the pinned tweet currently on at the agent NDN on Twitter. We retweeted it onto the at HKIPGTD account, and I'm also including a link to it in the show notes. Thanks. Um... I realized that we we haven't mentioned the um, forced hysterectomies. Do we want to just not? Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna bring. No, I was gonna. I was gonna okay. Bring that up we'll just yeah. Because I I meant to bring it up earlier before we went into the Mi'kmaq stuff, but um, it's honestly there's nothing funny to say about it. It's there really isn't. It's. It's so uh, a report came out a couple of uh, at the time of recording. What about a week ago mm-hmm. by now? about uh, forced hysterectomies happening at the uh, border done performed by mm-hmm. ICE. Like, there is... At, at least one doctor was identified as just taking the uteri out of as many people as possible. Just genocide. Just, just race-based genocide. Just out genocide. We're in it. And it the is... The fascism. It's terrifying. Like, yeah, it's... it's, it's, it's it, it is... We are not, like, this is why I was saying at the start of the episode, like, this is not, like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was not the stopgap between us mm-hmm. and fascism. Like, we are already in yep. fascism. Like, it is already happening. Yes. We, and the, it's driving me absolutely insane that this is not getting traction, mm-hmm. really, of any variety. Like, Ruth, like, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg has, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death and the, and the aftermath has completely swallowed the story up, and it's... I was worried it was going to happen, but I didn't say it. I didn't say it a couple of days ago when Ginsburg died because I thought it sounded too scoldy and also like yeah. sad. But like it's it's just true. Like Joe Biden literally has not addressed the this happening. Like mm-hmm. he hasn't. Why would he want to bum people out? Yeah. So anyway, um, have we talked about the Garfield thing? What? 
Sorry, that's just a... <laughs> that transition caught me off guard. <laughs> Could not be more whippier of a laugh, but uh, just thought it was important to, to double check. Yeah, so... Uh, this is from 9-2. This is from... This is exclaim.ca. Tells us Garfield Eats... That's Eats, all caps... Founder Nathan Masri says his new web series is inspired by Quibi. <laughs> Just the best place to get inspiration, really. So uh, they have like a couple of like uh, uh, media, like promotional images for mm-hmm. Garfield Eats on. Uh, so there's a poster, uh, <laughs> and it's is Nathan Masri and his large forehead pointing at the screen and saying. Love me, feed me, don't leave me with Nathan Masri. <laughs> and the tagline is so entertaining. Oh my god. Is this self-parody at this and point? And also, there's, there's, another, uh, there's another tagline that says, In 2020, Nathan has a big, fat, orange responsibility to the 200 million Garfield fans. Then <laughs> <laughs> there's also a smaller image of uh, Jim Davis uh, sitting next to a Garfield pizza, which has now been redubbed the Jim Davis pizza. Oh, Introducing the world's first Jim Davis pizza. Is it Jim Davis pizza when there's uh, pepperoni on it? Maybe. is that? I think there's like pineapple and red pepper on it, which honestly kind of sounds like, a, like I'm getting a little bit hungry huh. thinking about that. Not the worst. I, I am a pineapple. I'm, I'm a pineapple on pizza liker. Have you gotten the Travis Scott meal from McDonald's yet? No, I haven't gotten the Travis Scott <laughs> burger. What a fucking... It's such a weird... Cross promotion. It's literally just the. It's literally just on September 26th. We will all go into McDonald's and ask the employee for the Fortnite <laughs> burger. Because apparently, when he orders it, he orders it with like, uh, it's a Big Mac with bacon and some weird sauce and like fries and barbecue sauce and a Sprite, something like that. I don't know. It's just like Travis Scott's order I mean, for sounds, McDonald's. Sounds good. That sounds yeah. good. I mean, I guess that's like a, I guess that's like a thing now because there was also the Tony Hawk burrito. What? You don't, you missed that? No. Yeah. yeah I missed that. Is that like Neil the, Gaiman? What are you doing in my falafel? But it's a Tony Hawk. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's part of a promotional thing. Like a week before the release of Tony Hawk's pro skater one plus two, uh, they, uh, Chipotle did, uh, a thing with Tony Hawk where like the first 2000 people to order a Tony Hawk burrito, which is a burrito, how Tony Hawk gets it. Oh my gosh. Got also got a free demo of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 plus 2. Oh. That honestly I think if I was a fan of Tony Hawk more than I am just kind of passively a fan of him existing in the way that he exists. Um I think it'd be kind of fun to like order a burrito the way Tony likes it and eat it and be like this is what Tony Hawk eats. Yum 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 yum. I mean, he's like 50 now, so it's not like it would be like some crazy food. I bet it's like, replace the tortilla with lettuce. I mean, honestly, lettuce. honestly the, Travis, the Travis Scott burger is also not some crazy food. Let's be real here. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. Um, so uh, from the, back to the Nathan Masri thing. Uh, yes. Exclaim, 
Exclaim.ca got on the phone with him and said, hey, uh, what are you about to release with the Garfield Eats media content? And Nathan responds, just to be clear, and I'm glad you're recording this so that you can show this as proof. This is not a movie, and if it was a movie, you would have heard it from Viacom, CBS, and Nickelodeon, as my team has emailed you accordingly. This is not a movie at all, and that the teaser was inspired by the Garfield fans. For years, they've been following my journey. They've always asked me, how on earth did I even get the rights for this? And how did he get to me? Which is honestly a question that I personally have had also. <laughs> Why did God gift me with this blessing of Garfield? So, jump, jumping a few paragraphs down... Uh, question is it a film or is it a tv show what exactly are you shooting and his response well it's not a film i've got, you've got to stay away from the from this f word or nickelodeon will kill you <laughs> but it's a video you can call it a reality show you can call it a clip or you know but it's going to be online for the at least for the first two episodes episodes whatever you want to call it again i'm very careful with jargon but again journalism is freedom of speech you could call it whatever you bought from me as a compliant licensee i need to be careful with words so it's videos that will be online across the entire social media ecosystem and they will be about eight minutes or so or even a bit more they will be short form and we learned a lot from quibi even before quibi for movies i'm sure you're aware of quibi we think the short form we think that short form future is the future and that's what this is i love it that's so many words and so little information Speaking of Quibi, by the way, uh -huh. a report from uh, The Wrap today, uh, like today, uh, I, I don't know, not very long ago. Um, after less than six months, Jeffrey Katzenberg is exploring a potential sale of Quibi, according to a report in the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. He's going to probably get like GameStop prices for that shit. We can give you thirteen forty-five for the whole app. How many people do you think got memberships that didn't cancel them after the first free month? I don't know. I was I, I was seriously tempted to download Quibi and just do the free trial to support Ron Funches' new show on it. <laughs> Who's Ron Funches? That guy, hey, that guy's funny and he deserves to make a buck. That guy's Funchy. <laughs> They're calling him Ron Funchy. Anyways, that's that's what I've got this week. Trying to take a big sip of water. All right. Um, I certainly don't have anything else because I did not research at all. That's okay. We had a, we had wow we we actually approach we're actually approaching an hour. Good job on us. Woohoo! Uh, so Val, what's your lightbringer this week? My lightbringer this week is that. Alec ordered a couch for our apartment. Um, his oh, mom gave yeah. us some some money to buy a couch, and we've got a couch coming. And I'm very excited to be able to watch TV with him and not be in separate chairs like those weirdos in the Viagra commercial in two separate bathtubs next to each other, <laughs> taking a sensual bath. <laughs> bath <would be> sensual. <laughs> Um, yeah, it should be, it should be really nice. We're, um, we recently were watching, um, Glow Up, which is a British TV show about makeup that we got. We watched the second season first and the first season se second. I didn't need to say that part. Um, but the second season is like <laughs> slightly better done because it's like tweaked to, you know, based on what happened in the first season. So to watch the second season and then watch the first one was like so frustrating <laughs> because the like kinks hadn't been ironed out. So we were just like, ah, why is this challenge like this? 
Anyway, that's my light bringer. A couch. What's your uh, light bringer? I my light bringer this week is gonna be. It didn't. I wouldn't say it's brought me light, but it's been a good thing to listen to, which is the the podcast of Blowback, which is about mm. the Iraq War. Uh, I'm I'm learning a lot about things that uh were. It was like in that it was like so for for context sake 9/11 happened around the same time that I was watching my like not like like in terms of where I was in my life not in terms of like this is happening on the same day but um around the same age I was watching my cousin play Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time and I asked him hey who is the boss of the of the Dodongo Caverns and he said oh there's actually no boss fight the, bo- the boss just invites you into his room and you play video games together. And I sort of just <laughs> accepted that as the word of an adult beca- and just did not investigate it and, and not did not investigate that until about 15 years later when I actually played that game and put, got to that point for myself and realized, wait a second. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. So anyways, that's how I that's how that's how I took in a lot of information about and following the Iraq war, especially following 9/11 cuz I was like sick uh-huh. when 9/11 happened. Um so uh, I'm I'm learning and I'm also unlearning makes a lot sense. of things. I um yeah, hmm. uh yeah. They uh, they did, they had an episode that went in depth about Abu Ghraib and it was Really yep. harrowing to hear about, and it makes me really fucking mad about Obama going on TV and just saying, we tortured some folks. Yeah. Yeah, not a good look. He said that. Um, I, uh, <laughs> um, we briefly mentioned, um, 9-11 conspiracy theories on the latest episode of LMNOP, podcast that I have with, mm-hmm. um, Alec, my partner, um, because this episode is all about a conspiracy theory and um so i told the story of how when i was in college i was trying to say something more intelligent but kind of sounded like i just said i'm not saying that 9-11 was an inside job but <laughs> great shit val <sighs> all right <laughs> i do not believe that 9-11 was an inside job just to be very clear about that Thank you for thank you for the clarifying. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Do you have the patron list uh, or so I am pulling it up right now. So we have been Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Go to Die Not a Threat Just a Fact. And you can find us everywhere. Uh, we are HKIPGTD everywhere. That includes Twitter at HKIPGTD, Reddit, Reddit.com slash R slash HKIPGTD, which uh, we thank you very much, Reddit user Bisexual Punch Party, for maintaining that subreddit for us. I haven't messed that up in over a year, but I still get a little bit nervous every mm-hmm. time I say it. Um, and uh, Patreon.com slash HKIPGTD, $1 a month gets you uh, access to any and all bonus content. 5 bucks a month gets you uh, your name right on the podcast and especially your status in the Discord. 10 bucks a month gets you all of that. Uh, as well as, as well, a more special user status in the Discord and a uh, fucking the ability to listen live as we have two people mm-hmm. doing right now. So thank you very much too. Oh my god, they made it. Wor- they made it even worse. <laughs> Patreon oh continuing okay. to show why we should make a new one of it. Yeah. So thank you very much to uh, Cass, Shindiglet, Antigone, Progony, 
Indian Snufkin, your your sapic Minecraft ACAB wife, Patrick Van Brunt, Alex H, Wynn, Jacob Sears, Bryce, Stefan Death and the Grips, Neve Noel Williams, Maximilian Rohr, Boyga Meister, <laughs> Bryant, Nick Clarkson, Destry Hawk, Tufster McGee, Alex Hoot, Jane Wick, Summer Geist, Dijon Ace, Pregnant Seinfeld, David Besser, Paul Blart, Fleshcart, Scout Shiro, The Tallest Jew, Stephanie Ruff, and Alex Shaw. We love you all so, so much. Thank you very much to the taxpayers for the use of their song Evil Men off the album Cold Hearted Town for our intro. Thank you to Matt GameCube and his noisebase.xyz mm-hmm. uh, podcast network, which this and so many other great podcasts are hosted on, like the aforementioned Elemental P and Zero to Zero. Mm-hmm. You can, if you want to hear more of me, you can listen to me on Fear Baiting, which is my horror movie podcast. We are about to go into our bad movies month of Schlocktober. Woo. So watch out for that. We're, it's right around the corner. Uh, and you can also listen to me on the Wonder Yorks, which is the Animorphs podcast I do with my friends Blair and Seda. It's really good, and we're back in we're back in the saddle. We uh, we have an episode coming out uh, soon. By the time you're hearing this, nice. And uh, yeah, I'm recording another one tomorrow at time of recording. And if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at sunhatgenya, uh, s u n h a t z h e n y a, and I think that's all of my shit. Nice. I'm Val Flight Cub. You can find me on Twitter at Flight Cub B. This two B's because the second B stands for boy. I hope Bitch McConnell uh, parody. God, that would be nice. <laughs> uh, you can also hear me on LMNOP and Zero to Zero, as I have mentioned. The other two podcasts that I am on, uh, they're both on No Space. You've said that yep. already. Just cut that. Who give a shit? Yep. Who give who give a shit? I'll leave that. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. That that's podcast. But and remember, memento Pokemori. Memento Pokemori. Good night, everyone. You get a fast car. I want a ticket to anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something. Me, myself, I got nothing to prove